Hey everybody, it's Pastor Chip. I hope you're doing well. So today you notice uh, the title of the podcast is Only Say It Once. Well, what am I talking about? Only Say It Once. Well, there's a lot of preachers in the world. There's a lot of um, professed Christians And there's a lot of us that are fighting against the establishment. And we're fighting against our people that we encounter. I won't even call them friends. It's just people that we encounter. We say, oh, you're one of them Christians. You're one of those people. Or people that come to you and say... Hey, what does the Bible say about this? And then when you say it, well, then they want to argue with you. Well, that's not the way I see it. The way I understand it, et cetera, yada, yada. Only say it once. You know, I mean, now don't get me wrong. If you've got a person that you're working with, a friend, a family member, and you're you're sharing the gospel with them and you know talking about Jesus and what he's done in your life and and you chance encounter with this person say it on the break room at work and you talk for 10 or 15 minutes and and maybe you come back the next day or the next break or whatever and then you you pick up the conversation and they're really inquisitive and you're working with them well, keep it up. You're sowing seeds. If it's not a hostile environment, it's not got to fighting and argument, and, and they're truly inquisitive and trying to figure things out, then, then keep it up. But if you're in a church or in a place or you're out talking to somebody, You know somebody's, uh, you got somebody special that's really, how do I say, they're really close to you and you really want them to be saved. Don't beat the dead horse. If they tell you no, leave it alone. If they want to argue with you about what they think the Bible means and the way that they believe it and they don't think, whatever, you know, I mean, there's people that's got, <coughs> excuse me, and all kinds of um, different interpretations that some from way out in left field on two fields over, not even the same game. Um, you know, you get these kind of people, you say it one time, you can tell. You can tell if they're hostile, if they're combative, if all they want to do is start a fight and stir things up with you and talk bad about your religion. Just let it go. Just let it go. Walk off. Move on to the next person. You see, there's a lot of people out there that want to hear the gospel. 
that are having bad days, that need Jesus in their life or your compassion. You don't need to waste your time arguing with people. And you know, there's a lot of a lot of pastors that have lost their way that they just can't see they can't see um, people they can't see people in their situations. They see you in your situation and tell you how to get out of it. But they forget that they were once in those situations. They forget how hard life is. They've got the they've got the rule book that they throw at you. But they forget the gray area in between the the lines. You know, um, man, I see it a lot in churches. I see preachers preaching and laying down the law on people about you're going to go to hell. Don't do this and don't do that and People know they're in a bad situation. People know life is hard. That's why they're at church. Or that's why they meet you wherever you are. If you're out there somewhere and you have an encounter with someone, there's no such thing as chance. I mean, we say chance encounters, and, you know, we just mean that it's, you know, just, wow. You know, what's the odds of that? But God knows the odds. God made the odds. God moves the pieces. And if you're sitting there with somebody and... Talking, sharing what God's done in your life. And they want to argue with you. And it's so easy to get into an argument. So easy. And let me tell you, the devil knows the scriptures better than you do. You get these people that say, well, the Scripture says this and the Scripture says that. Most people can't even speak John 3.16. But they can sure find the Scripture to support their sin. They can sure find the Scripture to rub in your nose. To make Christianity look bad. 
That's why Paul says they will know us by our deeds. Why is that? It's easy to talk the talk, but when you walk the walk, you're, you're putting your talk to deeds. If you show charity and you show love to people and extend your hand to the hungry and the poor and the homeless, your actions are showing that your words are, are true. But don't go around bragging and singing about it. But we are supposed to be going around. That's another problem. Too many people go to church on Sunday and drive home and they clock out until next Sunday and then they clock back in at 11 o'clock. They're done during the week. They've done their part on Sunday. Are you doing what it takes? Are you being what it what you need to be? Do you feel, if you do a self-examination of yourself, do you feel that you're where you where you are in your life is where God wants you to be? Do you feel that what you're doing is what God wants you to do? I went to a restaurant today in Boone. Never been to it before. Friend told me about it, so I went to this restaurant. So I ordered a sandwich. Looked at the menu. I'm like, well, I'm here. I'm not walking out. I ordered a sandwich and it was $13 for a sandwich. I ordered a sandwich. And the girl took care of me. She was a good waitress. She came back and forth and checked on me and we talked and chatted. And wasn't many people in there. Then she gave me my military discount. It's like $15 with the tax and everything. So what kind of tip am I supposed to give her? Am I supposed to give her the 20%? Or whatever? I mean, she gave me the discount. That didn't come out of her, but it comes off the company, but it cuts down on her tip, right? It's not her fault they charged me so much for the sandwich. And she's a college girl. So I give her $5. What's, I mean, $5, that's probably wasn't enough. How much do we throw away during the day? But we talked. and We, we talked about the church and different things and... What would I have been if I cut her tip down to 10%? I've been a man of talk but no action. People that doing a little good would go a long way. 
But only say it once. I asked her. She was receptive. We talked. We let it go. She didn't argue with me, and I didn't argue with her, and we didn't have to force a conversation. You know when people want to talk, and you know when people don't want to talk. Body language is more important than the words sometimes. Read their body language. Read your body language. Are you being... Appearing to be hostile? Are they appearing to be distracted? They don't want to talk? Are they leaning forward into you telling you, well, well you know, the way I read the Bible and the, what my preacher says and, and what I think God is. and You know, when people start doing that to me, we start talking the Bible and they start telling me, well, you know what I think and, and blah, blah, blah. I go, I just kind of, gently change the subject i said would you go to college well well yes or no and they'll say and i said well where where'd you go to college and then you know if they did they'll tell me and if they didn't say no and i'll say well, what's your major and see i'm they're going along with it and then i say well you know i went to seminary i I learned about the Bible, and I've been a pastor for X amount of years. And I think I got a pretty good grasp on what God's trying to say. And that kind of pushes them back a little bit. But people, we are compelled to be the light of Christ, not the judge. We're to be the witness, not the judge. We're to show the, sow the seeds of love, not of hate. You can't imagine how many times people look at me and judge me because I got tattoos. and I just don't dress and look like some of the clean-cut Suits out there. I don't think John the Baptist did either. I think he had a beard and long hair and a robe made of camel's hair and lived in the wilderness. Oh, wait, I live in the wilderness. People, if you, are, if you be who you are, you won't get caught in a lie. That's the problem with a lot of preachers. They get caught in lies. But if you be who you are. I, I advise everybody to watch Father Stew. That was a good movie. Be who you are. Just be who you are. Jesus doesn't ask us to be perfect. He just says to be a light. He doesn't say a 60-watt bulb or a 25-watt bulb. He just says be a light. He says, let your light shine. He doesn't say make it bright. Doesn't make it dim. He says, don't put it under a basket. Just let it shine.
and only say it once. Remember, somebody sows, somebody fertilizes, somebody waters, and God does the harvest. If you throw it out there and they don't take it, move on. Somebody else is waiting around the corner and wants to hear it. And maybe God needs to work on that person a little bit so the next time that somebody comes along, they might be a little more receptive. They might be ready to hear what God has to say. And you know what? You'll feel a lot better if you realize that you don't have to sell the whole package. All you got to do is sell them one pack of seeds. That's all you got to do. So I found, excuse me, found a verse, Mark 6, 11. He says, and whoever will not receive you nor hear you when you depart from there, shake off the dust under your feet as a testimony against them. Did you hear what he said? And whoever will not receive you nor hear you. When you depart from there, shake the dust off your feet as a testimony. Hmm. That's it, people. Simple. That's your mission statement. And this is Pastor Chip. God bless. Be safe. Thanks for tuning in. And uh, remember the sick. And remember our old countries and our leaders and this world and just keep praying people pray it up that's the one thing we can do god bless